This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Monday, August 19th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Almond shipments hit record. Advisor. Trump has farmers' backs. Almond shipments are up despite tariffs. The Almond Board of California last week issued its final report for the 2018 crop year. Tariffs led to drops in almond shipments to China by 25% and to Turkey by 30%. Yet the industry finishes the year with a record 2.26 billion pounds shipped. Last year, it was 2.25 billion pounds. And on that note, Blue Diamond Senior Vice President Bill Moorcraft reports that almonds and other specialty crops should not be impacted by China's threat of additional tariffs last week. In case you missed it, American pistachio growers has reported a nearly $3 billion increase in shipments following reduced tariffs between 2009 and 2017. That breaks down to a difference of $173 million annually. The tariffs had been lowered or eliminated in Israel, Mexico, China, Hong Kong, and the European Union. Excluding China and Hong Kong, that number would be nearly $4.5 billion. Ag regions see some of California's fastest job growth. Beacon Economics reports in its latest jobs analysis that California's job growth has slowed. The research firm also says a continuing decline in the labor force is a concern, yet the unemployment rate is at a near-historic low of 4.1% for the state. Salinas topped the list of cities for the highest growth rate for non-farm jobs over the last year at 3.7%. Several ag communities top the list as well. In the Central Valley, Fresno at 3.4%, Visalia at 2.6%, Bakersfield 2.6%, Hanford at 2.5%, Merced at 2.3%, Yuba at 2.3%. On the North Coast, Napa's at 1.9%, and the Central Coast, Salinas at 3.7%, Santa Barbara at 3.3%. Trump advisor, trade war isn't hurting farmers or the economy. White House trade advisor Peter Navarro denies that the trade war with China is a drag on the economy or threatening the livelihoods of farmers. President Trump, quote, has the backs of farmers, Navarro said yesterday on CNN. And all the money we're taking in tariffs, a lot of that is going right out to the farmers to keep us whole. Let's make no mistake about it. China is targeting those farmers to buckle our knees. Keep in mind, Navarro is talking about the market facilitation program, which USDA is funding with its borrowing authority through the Commodity Credit Corporation. Navarro also insisted that it's China's, not the U.S., that's suffering due to the tariffs. China's bearing the entire burden of the tariffs. What we see here unequivocally is that China is bearing the burden by lowering their prices. Now, the Chinese take is this, a new anonymous op-ed in the Xinhua News, a Chinese government-controlled media outlet, warns the tariffs will still cause more pain to the U.S. side than the Chinese side. The op-ed went on to say that increasing U.S. tariffs on Chinese exports will merely show once again that China is not afraid of maximum pressure, will prove that there are no winners at a trade war, and that escalating economic and trade friction only harms China and the United States and the world at large. Tough farm economy bites deer. 
with farmers pulling back on new machinery purchases. Deere and Company reported net income of $899 million for the third quarter ending July 28, 2019. Sales dropping 3% to $8.97 billion during the same period. John Deere's third quarter results reflected the high degree of uncertainty that continues to overshadow the agriculture sector. That the word of Samuel R. Ellen, chairman and chief executive officer. Concerns about export market access, near-term demand for commodities such as soybeans, and overall crop conditions have caused many farmers to postpone major equipment purchases. At the same time, general economic conditions remain positive and are contributing to strong results for Deere's construction and forestry business. For the first nine months of the year, net income was $2.532 billion dollars or $7.87 a share, compared with $1.584 billion, or $4.82 a share, for the same period last year. This week in Sacramento, today at 10 o'clock, the CDFA will hold a webinar on Climate Smart Agriculture Technical Assistance. Also at 10 o'clock, Senate Appropriations will take up AB 386 on energy efficiency for farm worker housing. AB 409 on grants to help farmers adapt to climate change. And AB 1783 on streaming farm worker housing. At 1 o'clock, the State Water Board will discuss waste discharge for wineries. At 2 o'clock, the Senate floor will take up AB 450 on bees, AB 454 on migratory birds, AB 419 on fees related to recycling kitchen grease, AB 657 on a commercial feed fee, and AB 1801 on cattle inspections. Tomorrow, the 20th at 9.30, the State Water Board will discuss Prop 68 funding for treating groundwater for drinking. At 9.30, the Senate Environment Quality will take up AJR 10 on the Federal Clean Air Act. And at 1 o'clock, Cal Recycle will discuss reducing methane emissions from dairy and livestock via draft environmental review report on SB 1383. On Wednesday, the 21st at 9 o'clock, the Assembly Appropriations will take up SB 54 on reducing plastic in food products. SB 1 will include Trump insurance and SB 53 on hemp, SB 253 on environmental farming incentives, and SB 449 on Pierce disease research. At 1.30 on Wednesday, a joint hearing Senate Select Committee on the 2020 United States Census and the Assembly Select Committee on the Census will discuss how the Census Outreach, Communication, and Public Relations effort will reach the hard count. Finally, on Friday the 23rd at 9 o'clock in the morning, CDFA will discuss the Healthy Soils Program. Here's today's He Said It. I never thought I'd start my week defending the bald eagle and end my week defending the Statue of Liberty. That Governor Gavin Newsom during a press conference Friday announcing an injunction against the Trump administration on its immigration rule. The administration also promised to file a lawsuit over new provisions to the Endangered Species Act. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Monday, August 19th. Brought to you by FMC. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Alley.